Welcome to the Mamas of Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is message of love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I just want to say real quick before I get started, if you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts, I and have not yet had an opportunity to give it a review and rating, would you consider doing so wherever you listen to podcasts? I would greatly appreciate that. So when this podcast airs, it will be the week of Christmas. And I was thinking about what topic I wanted to do for this week. And I decided that I wanted to share a short message about love. Love is an emotion we feel in our body. My guess is that love is one of the most desired and sought after emotions that we as humans want to feel. Love is created by the thoughts we think and then we feel it. So for many years, our family has had a Christmas tradition of reading a Christmas type story every night for the 25 days prior to Christmas. So starting on December 1st, we have a binder that has 25 different stories. Over the years, we have swapped out some of the stories for others that we have found and we liked better. It has been a connecting and uplifting tradition for our family. Now we only have one child at home. Actually, I take that back. We have two children at home because we have our daughter and her husband and their baby that are temporary living with us. But as far as minor children, um, our 16-year-old is the only one that's left at home. So it's kind of different doing this tradition with um, less kids at home. Um, it you know, definitely has changed over the years but we have continued to do that tradition. I wanted to share with you today one of my favorite stories from our collection. A story that when I hear it, I think kind and loving thoughts of others, and it also increases my desire to do caring things for others. This story is called Christmas Day in the Morning by Pearl S. Buck. I'm gonna go ahead and read it to you. He woke suddenly and completely. It was four o'clock, the hour at which his father had always called him to get up and help with the milking. Strange how habits of his youth clung to him still. Fifty years ago, and his father had been dead for thirty years, and yet he waked at four o'clock in the morning. He had trained himself to turn over and go to sleep, but this morning it was Christmas, and he did not try to sleep. Why did he feel so awake tonight? He slipped back in time as he so easily did nowadays. He was 15 years old and still on his father's farm. He loved his father. He had not known it until one day, a few days before Christmas, when he had overheard what his father was saying to his mother. Mary, I hate to call Rob in the mornings, He's growing so fast, and he needs his sleep. If you could see how he sleeps when I go in to wake him, I wish that I could manage alone. Well, you can't, Adam, his mother's voice was brisk. Besides, he isn't a child anymore. It's time he took his turn. Yes, said father slowly, but I sure do hate to wake him. When he heard these words, something inside him woke. His father loved him. He had never thought of it before, taking for granted the tie of their blood. 
Neither his father nor his mother talked about loving their children. They had no time for such things. There was always so much to do on the farm. Now that he knew his father loved him, there would be no more loitering in the mornings and having to be called again. He got up after that, stumbling blind with sleep, and pulled on his clothes, his eyes tightly shut, but he got up. And then, on the night before Christmas, that was when he was 15, he lay for a few minutes thinking about the next day. They were poor, and most of the excitement was in the turkey they had raised themselves and the mince pies his mother made. His sisters sewed presents for his, and his mother and father always bought something he needed. Not only a warm jacket, but maybe something more, such as a book. And he saved and bought them each something, too. He wished that Christmas, he was 15, he had had a better present for his father. He usually had gone to the ten-cent store and bought a tie. It had seemed nice enough until he lay thinking the night before Christmas. He looked out his attic window. The stars were bright. Dad, he had once asked when he was a little boy, what is a stable? It's just a barn, his father replied, like ours. Then Jesus had been born in a barn, and to a barn the shepherds had come. The thought stuck with him like a silver dagger. Why should he not give his father a special gift too, out in the barn? He could get up early, earlier than four, and he could creep into the barn and get all of the milking done. He would do it alone, milk and clean up, and then when his father went to, the, to start milking, he'd seen it had been done. He would know who had done it. He laughed to himself as he gazed at the stars. It was what he would do, and he mustn't sleep too sound. He must have waked, tw waked 20 times, scratching a match each time to look at his old watch, midnight, and half past one, and then two o'clock. At a quarter to three, he got up and put on his clothes. He crept downstairs, careful of the creaking boards, and let himself out. The cows looked at him sleepy and surprised. It was too early for them, too. He had never milked all alone before, but it seemed almost easy. He kept thinking about his father's surprise. His father would come in and get him, saying he would get things started while Rob was getting dressed. He'd go to the barn, open the door, and then he'd go and get the two empty milk cans. They wouldn't be waiting or empty. They'd be standing in the milk house, filled. What the? He could hear his father exclaiming. He smiled and milked steadily, two strong streams rushing into the pell, frothing and fragrant. The task went more easily than he had ever known it to go before. Milking, for once, was not a chore. It was something else, a gift to his father, who loved him. He finished, the two milk cans were full, and he covered them and closed the milk house door carefully. Back in his room, he had only minutes to pull off his clothes in the darkness and jump into bed, for he heard his father up. He put the covers over his head to silence his quick breathing. The door opened. Rob, his father called. We have to get up, son, even if it's Christmas. All right, he said sleepily. The door closed, and he lay still, laughing to himself. 
In just a few minutes, his father would know his dancing heart was ready to jump from his body. The minutes were endless, 10, 15. He did not know how many, and he heard his father's footsteps again. The door opened, and he lay still. Rob? Yes, Dad. His father was laughing. A sort of sob of a laugh. I, you thought you'd fool me, did you? His father was standing beside his bed, feeling for him, pulling away the covers. It's for Christmas, Dad. He found his father and clutched him in a great hug. He felt his father's arms go around him. It was dark, and they could not see each other's faces. Rob, I thank you. Nobody ever did a nicer thing. Oh, Dad, I want you to know I do want to be good. The words broke from him, and they're of their own will. He did not know what to say. His heart was bursting with love. He got up and pulled on his clothes again, and they went down to the Christmas tree. Oh, what a Christmas, and how his heart had nearly burst again with shyness and pride, as his father told his mother, and made the three younger children listen about how he, Rob, had gotten up all by himself. The best Christmas gift I've ever had, and I'll remember it, son, every year on Christmas morning, so long as I live. They had both remembered it, and now that his father was dead, he remembered it alone. That blessed Christmas dawn, when, alone with the cows in the barn, he had made his first gift of true love. Isn't that a great story? I never tire of reading it each year. I love the kindness of the son and his desire to show love to his father. I hope that all of you enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for showing support for it. I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas, and I will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast. 